Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan, I'm so upset right now. I just (laughs) here, have some popcorn. I had a hot dog earlier. It's fine. It's okay. It's, have to do some stuff. Okay. Good idea. <laughs> My favorite Sorry. moment from this week's <laughs> Jen Shaw smile crying like a lion. <laughs> a proud lion. Yes. Uh, Yo, I am here. This is reality gaze, and this is what I'm calling Bravo Blowjob. I mean, Bravo Blow Up. <laughs> blow Out. I don't even know. Uh, but, and this is, my guest is Ryan Bailey. Yo, say hello, Ryan. What up, Reality Gay Nation? What up, Gation? Let's do what this. Up, Gation? Gation! That, that is the straightest phrase ever uttered I, on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit in. Like, I am, uh, you can't see me right now, but I've got a bucket full of lube all over my body. Oh, it's I am hot. showered today. Yeah. No underpants at all. I'm ready oh. to talk Bravo. Your asshole is freshly shaved, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I. <laughs> Uh, I took Colty's instructions on how to shave my back hair and asshole. Yes, all of it. Perfect. Uh, y'all, he does a podcast called So Bad It's Good. I think it's So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. <laughs> That's it. That's I mean, it's truly it, yeah. Uh, if you don't know it, you guys, uh, he covers all Bravo that, that is fit to print, and some that's not, um, <laughs> and other other pop culture, Kardashians, it, it basically things you watch that you feel sick about. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There's like this really niche thing. I was talking about like uh, the new and sex, sex in the city. And it's like one of my favorite shows to watch, but it's all a hate watch. Like I hate, but I, I look forward to it every week. And pop culture now has turned into things that are just like bad, but we love yeah, them yeah. so much. So it ha- it provides this kind of amazing thing that we end up taking pride in all of this horror that we watch every week. You know, it's cathartic. It, it's so it helps cathartic. Us, it helps us process the world we live in. That's where uh, we are with it. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I'll go as far to say these shows cured COVID for me. <laughs> these shows, these shows did it. I feel uh, these shows actually did help me and help all of us through the most insane two years of our life. Y'all, Mike, who looks like minion fucked Wallace and Gromit, <laughs> cured COVID. Yeah, 100%. For, for, 100%. for Ryan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm a, um, 
before I know I know Ryan does cover all all of these Bravo shows. The hardest working person. The devil works hard, but Ryan works harder. Um, yeah, it's, uh... But uh, I I know because we've talked about this before. Ryan also watches our baby, uh, Night Day Fiance. He does not cover it. But um, Ryan, tell us about what you think of the latest before the 90 days season five do you are you enjoying it <laughs> i i absolutely love it i love that it's mainly new people except for like superstar usman like international superstar. International they, they superstar. had to get the like yeah the j-lo of wherever he's from nigeria i think and and uh but like Zara. i love <laughs> i love that it's all new people to like it re, it reminds you that there's weird people everywhere you look it's not just like angela and yeah. you know michael i love but also i just like i've thought and i know this is like i don't know if this is uncouth to talk about but like it's our, I'm not, it's this okay, is reality I'm, guys so you're fine I'm not, I'm not good with their names but like i've been picturing having sex with a little person all week or like, wait, no, 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 not me. But like that, that guy on the show, how, I've been how picturing how possible. he does it. Well, let me, let me show you, let me, let me share this with you. What I, what I told my audience and I basically dared them. Um, when I was talking about my show with Kyle from uh, cray cray and I said, okay, all you fuckers out there, that <laughs> don't you lie to me that when they talked about their, when they were, they had sex, you're like, all of you, all of you said, I wonder what positions I did. And if you said you didn't, if you said you didn't, well, they must have done the rear view window or the, <laughs> or, or the sprinkler. Oh yeah. The lawn, the lawnmower, the so shopping you, at a grocery store. You, 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 everyone thought it. You're a liar if you say you didn't. So this whole idea, your, your curiosity is. Oh is is valid i've completely i was so fascinated i went online and tried to find merch involving them i was like i've got to be a part of this uh and you know what's so great about these shows is i'm so used to watching them with my phone up and kind of scrolling i shit you not i i put the phone down i rewound it and i was like i gotta hear everything there's because he treated it like he was like a like a scientist like an astronaut he was like you know it's very interesting i started off in this position and was that yeah you know it's uh it's a little it's kind of like a normal person but it's a little different in the sense that i don't want to cause pain and i was just really testing the limits and i was like this is so bizarre and she you could tell she was like go further go further like she's yes. telling her friend like i want like she's not concerned about her her hurting at all she wants him to pr- yeah. like prove his love she's not concerned about a lot which is why <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it comes to social media, which is why we basically decided we're not going to cover her anymore. See, I don't see. I don't know. Like oh, the, the beauty about Ryan. not following the beauty about just watching Ninety Day. <laughs> I don't follow the social media aspects of these ladies, these people oh, at all. Oh, oh. Well, this, this, this has immolated within a one week period. Uh, someone found uh, not even to belabor it even more because we talked about it before but I'll just I'll make it I'll give you the Reader's Digest version someone found a, a Facebook post from her where she said you guys it's time for the best party uh, it's called N-Word Night what? And, <laughs> what? yes it is and she was she was kind of dressed in almost like almost uh, drag king style as a black person obviously did this take place on La Siena from Below Deck? Uh, Party? 
<laughs> no, oh. no. That that is there's a whole different racial insensitivity. Oh my issue. god! <laughs> wait, Bravo wait. Has. She was wait. She was doing blackface. What I would call yes, it's blackface to a degree because she was dressed in, but as a male. So it's kind of like drag king blackface, which is a new level of horror, really. <laughs> and and she said she didn't know what the word meant because she was raised in Russia, even though she oh, studied in come Chicago. On. Now and and uh, and she she told people that they needed to get over it. Um, oh, imagine imagine having to struggle your whole life as a little person and still finding time to hate like still find you know what i still want something for me and myself to like look down upon she you're just like i deserve to be able to say this well the thing is she she kept she kept doubling down everything and they found people found other posts they found posts where she's like i really like hugh grant but i don't like that his kids are half asian and what? It, what? No, no, it got nice. like I didn't even know that. Like, what? what yeah. She's like looking into like Hugh Grant's life. <laughs> no, it's 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 mindless. Then she she wants she wants to be an influencer. She wants clout. So this it's almost like she's trying to destroy herself. But she but it's it's like a bad Andy Kaufman sketch that just keeps going. Yeah. And she says at one point she's she did this picture in like a hijab. Where she goes, no. ready to be a hundred and thirty fourth wife, no. and I'm like, so who are we going to go to next? <laughs> oh my god! What you know? She, she is right. She sounds like a stand up comedian, like my friend Shay Diaz. Uh, just an amazing, <laughs> uh, and she because she makes you think. She really makes you think, and that's. But I had no clue of any of this stuff. I'm just going by like all I've been thinking about is that guy like breaking one of her hips accidentally no. with his monster schlong or something that is that is actually the nicest conversation we can have about her uh really is is we can that's the funniest part because now everything about her she's shown herself to be she won't she she hasn't even tried to apologize she did everyone's favorite apology i'm sorry if anyone was offended that I use that word. The it would be amazing if Jenny from Salt Lake copied her apology with her apology yesterday. Oh my God, and it was yes. just like a, it's like a form letter for all reality stars of saying, sending the same apology letter. God, but Jen, Jenny. Jenny leaves in of like, I may be short in stature, but my ideas are, and Jenny's like, Oh no, I'm regular size. <laughs> but yes, but, but I am actually, I'm, I am, I am of, 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 of tall stature, but I think, <laughs> No, she. I'm telling you, one Google, one Google on Reddit will give you everything, and you will. Dude, that, that Reddit. That, I fear my life to ever be a subject of a Reddit. Like, I, I mean, because I don't go on Reddit, but people will send me things, and I've never seen that kind of thorough work about things. Like, I mean, it is like that's like shit I wouldn't even do in high school to pass classes. People are putting that work in their free time. Oh. In fact, I mean, like the, they broke open like the Jen Shaw case. They broke open yes. the Erica Jane case. Like the stuff that they're able to do is. I just don't know why there's not like a, like a, the Avengers of uh reality show investigators, you know? I think there, there, there basically is, and it is Reddit and it is, it is, I, I have to, I have to kind of limit myself because the way, and I don't, I try to read a ton of comments because it gets worse and worse the farther down you go. But uh, it, and the last thing she did, her now her friends, Elijah, her friend, and even Caleb are defending her, saying people have to be, and we're, a lot, we're just to this point because we're not, probably not going to cover her anymore because it's, it, I, can say, I can say it with certainty, we're not going to cover her anymore. That's it's, smart. It's, 
it's become joyless talking about her. And this is obviously that someone who doesn't want to, number one, they don't want to learn. Learn. And they don't, so she could say that I did. I was Russian, I didn't know this word was racist. Okay, that is in a whole different category of crazy, but we could believe you were you were penitent about it, but she has not shown that at all. So we're like- But don't you think that's what reality stars all have in common is that they always double down? Yes. Is that they, ne- they double down and they never learn. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing with Jen Shaw. That's the, like, Jen Shaw will go to prison- Still saying she's innocent. Like, like guys, she's like, I hope everybody can face. She will go to prison. There's no, there's no, no like, prison. there's no leeway. And she'll go in never admitting she's wrong. Her and, and Stu Chains together. Stu, Stu, wait, at least Stu Chains admitted he did something wrong. Yeah. Jen Shaw goes, well, it must be a coincidence. I don't know what Stu was doing with all of my equipment. Like she says, I it's blows me away that like Salt Lake gives her this like free infomercial every week. And like the other <laughs> ladies are so horrible around her that Jen kind of looks okay by comparison. You know, I was thinking the last couple weeks I've been thinking that even though she has like a weekly scream fest at someone and she makes that lion face, uh, the, the crying non-tear crying <laughs> face. Yeah, it's like, ah! yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's the, it's the next level of Darcy and Stacey's crying through Botox. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Yeah. Stop. Be strong. Um, hey, by the way, but, do you watch, uh, like I was thinking about, uh, Aniko and Aspen. Do you oh, think they watch, them. do you think they watch euphoria? Like, do you think they like, do you think they're involved? Like, I just worry about them sometimes because, you know, of the moms already. But then just like, I wonder if their high school life is uh, insane. I know COVID has happened. And I don't know. I kind of, I kind of assume that all kids who are teenagers right now are euphoria teens. And I'm a little scared. And also like, oh my God, I would love to go to a party that where that's. And then I remember they would see me as like, who is the old person? Yes. Because I, I have to remember that I'm over 40 and they would see me as a creeper. <laughs> and it's like I, I had this idea where if I saw Aniko and Aspen out somewhere, I'm like, you guys, you guys are so cool. You're like, and they're like, yeah, who are you? Look at you all tough. I love your I love your whole deal, girls. And they're like, That's thanks, what I- old guy. Ugh. I always say that on the podcast. I said, no matter who I make fun of or what I make fun of on this, I hope we're all got to be clear is that I am the biggest loser of any of these people. You totally. know, like I'm the one sitting here at like a Tom Sandoval concert, like, woo! you okay. know, like that's. You mentioned this. We have, I have to hear the story. All yeah. right. I know you went to the Tom. I'm sure it, I'm sure his creative genius is beyond reproach. It is. Um, it is they he makes wedding bands cool again, you know? <laughs> I will say, I would fuck him in, dude, in a second. Dude, okay, so I interviewed he is him. He's a very handsome man. The interview is gonna be out next week, and I it was my first in-person interview since like COVID and stuff. And I went yeah, to yeah, his, yeah. him and Ariana's house, and it was it was a seven-hour night. Like oh my God. he just kept like making drinks and he, you know, he showed me every collectible of Vanderpump rules ever. And then by the end I was like, I got to go dude. Like, and he was like, Oh, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And like at the end he was showing me like dinosaur bones and like just even things that weren't a Philly. He's like, this is a sword from game of Thrones. He was showing me things that wasn't even involved in the show, but he's like, 
I love that kind of spirit of somebody of like, I'm going to make this the best night of your life, you know, but it was, but his concert is, he has a nine piece band, a saxophone player, all of this stuff, but it was at the Canyon club in Agora Hills. And I had sadly played there. (laughs) It's like, it's like in a a strip mall and it's like a, it's a decent, a decent vent, but it's like a huge venue. So I was like scared. Nobody's going to be there. It actually was a really good turnout, but like Sheena and Brock and Ariana, but like the big mistake I made and and your audience is going to think I'm crazy, but I was like, I get super nervous, like going outside anymore. So my friend had like, um, actually a listener of your show, gave me um uh like these like little tiny baby mushroom things like and i was like you know <laughs> and you hear about our listeners and you hear and you hear you hear about like microdosing. so i thought i'll like and they were so tiny and i took a couple because i wasn't drinking right um and that by the way that ended once this all happened because i i was and i just took i thought a couple and by the third song of the set i realized i was fully tripping on mushrooms <gasps> and it like tom that it's really if you're not prepared to trip much like trip on mushrooms and then you find yourself at a Tom Sandoval concert, <laughs> it's one of the scariest experiences that I've ever had. I, I've thought and when you're on mushrooms, your mind's not working completely the right way. So I thought I was trapped on stage. I realized like like a, an hour in, I realized I had legs to move. But I was <laughs> like, oh, uh, uh, I thought I was trapped. You have to, I tell people, it, people say, I, I'm not a huge advocate of mushrooms. I, I tell people you, the only time where you will enjoy it is when you are, uh, when your plane has a, a, a crash and there's a bunch of other girls around you and <laughs> you need yes. to str- string up a guy and, uh, yeah, uh, you're like, him. and you enjoy soccer that, you know, that, thing. yeah, that's that that's the only time when it's passable no in all seriousness if you can be somewhere that's away from a large group of people so the paranoia doesn't start in maybe in nature um, too like yeah, some kind of beauty helps. and uh, tom sandoval a yeah. beautiful man but also a hard thing to watch when all of a sudden i found myself behind brock sheena's fiance or their <laughs> husband and wife and like imagine being on mushrooms and like you watched every episode of the show and then all of a sudden you feel like you're in the show on mushrooms. And like Brock was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like a little leprechaun. And Sheena was like, and it was the bizarre and I couldn't stop laughing, but in my mind I thought I was dying. And then DJ James Kennedy came on afterwards. And he, I mean, at this point, like a lot of people had gone home and I think there's like 70 people. He like rips off his shirt. Of course. And for some reason he's profusely sweating. Like he's treating this like it's Coachella, which I admire that kind of passion. But it was just like, he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I just, and by the way, the other thing that I kept thinking in my mind is I'm in, I, I'm an older dude just like standing there. Like he must be like, who's the dude just standing looking like he's lost. Like <laughs> I'm just like standing around 50 girls like, woo. I'm a bubble and, then, and I need to get back to the hive. <laughs> yeah. And then I told, and then I was just like, Tom, like I went over to the one section and Tom Sandoval after the show was like, yo dude, what's up, man? I'm so glad you came. And then I was like, great show, man. And then I was like, I'm on mushrooms, dude. Like I just tell, and he goes, he goes, Oh yeah, man. Yeah. And then I finally had to get, I, I finally, my roommate was like, yeah, you got to go. You got, and I was like, yeah, I want to go home. I want to go home. And then on the way out, I saw Tom Schwartz. Like he was in like a big Lebowski, like sweater. And he, oh, yes, and, of course he was. And, and Katie wasn't even there. It was a Saturday night. And like, he was, he's by himself. And I go, 
and I don't really know Tom Schwartz, but I, for some reason, you know, cause I'm on mushrooms. I thought I was on TV. I go, Hey man, these mushrooms are really k- killing me. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, Oh man. He goes, yeah, I think I got some too, actually. And he starts looking in his pockets and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like it was, it was so bizarre and it made me so ashamed of my life. <laughs> I, but you know, but it's this great story to tell. And is it? I mean, is it? I, I, my mom, my mom was like, "What? What do you mean?" Like, thank God, my mom doesn't really listen to the pod or anything. But like, I, I insinuated it in an Instagram post, and she likes all of my Instagram posts, even though she doesn't know what I'm talking about. But no. she's like, she's like, "Why? What? What happened on Saturday night that you're so ashamed about?" And I was, I was, I just didn't know what to say. I said, "Oh, my jeans don't fit anymore." You know, good because she's yeah. like. Oh, are you are you taking drugs? Do I need to call yeah, someone? Yeah. Could you imagine having an intervention for mushrooms? No, my mother, uh, who we call Mother Poodle on the show, still thinks I smoked cigarettes in my early twenties, and my mother still thinks I smoke, even though I have quit. <laughs> she's like, Chaber, did you still smoke? I swear, I think I smelled it. Do I need to call your friends and ask if you were smoking? I'm like, I'm 44 years old. I'm yeah. not smoking. I promise you because, and you, you, that was like, I, she, like my early twenties. She's like, I just, I, I think I smelled it in your rental car. Oh, I mean, uh, even, well, this is even worse than like ever. And this holidays now like suck every time. My dad is an undercover weed smoker. Like we <laughs> all know he smokes weed, but he tries to hide it from all of us. And like, he's retired and stuff, but my dad, he, they live in Arizona. Every time I'm coming out, I, I'll wait for like, I'll be like, I'll be getting a text from my dad like right now. And he'll be like, what's up, bud? Can't wait to see you. Any way you can get me some stuff and bring it with you. And that's always code for weed. And then when I when I drive in or whatever, he'll be like, give it to me, give it to me. Before mom sees, give it to me, give it to me. And I'm like, God, dad, chill out. And then he always hides it in the garage. And I like always second day I'm there, my mom will go, it smells like a skunk is in the garage. And oh, like, I'm like, knows. oh, she totally knows. And then she, one, one year, my dad, like all of a sudden it was fine. I had brought him a tray full of brownie, pot brownies my friend made for him. And I said, dad, just eat a little bit. They're really strong. He goes, I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then <laughs> the, last day, the last day my mom comes in and goes, hey, I'm worried about your dad. And I was like, what's wrong? And he's like, he's been asleep for 16 hours now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> And I go out to check the brownies. He ate like a half tray of brownies. And then, and then he, then my mom goes, I think he's smoking weed again. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, 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 how dare my dad put me in this situation. And then he goes, I think he used grandma's Christmas money to buy marijuana. And I'm like, (laughs) my grandma gives us all $50 for Christmas. I was like, I was like, Honey, I love that, that grandma thing in Los Angeles. I would go with, I, that that, that no, would be a joint. Oh my God. That's the worst part now is that Arizona has passed. Like you can go buy legal weed in Arizona without a card. I keep telling my dad that he still prefers me to get it for him. <laughs> like, I live in California. It's so bizarre. $50 at like MedMen would get you like maybe, maybe a, a joint. Yeah, yes. well, that's why I, I bought him a very, really strong joint because he was like, I I, I thought yeah. I was doing right. This was like a year ago, and I didn't really talk to him about it. I don't smoke weed. I don't smoke weed with my dad. Yeah. I don't, you know, so, so I give it to him. And um, the the time after I came up, I actually like, Dad, do you want me to get you anything? He goes, um, I don't, I don't think so. Not not after that last joint. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he goes, that. Uh, and he goes, that that. Um, that wasn't right. That that jo- that joint wasn't right. I go, Dad. That was like a 
I said, did you smoke that whole joint? And I, and he goes, well, duh. And I'm like, dad, that's like a joint. You just take a couple of hits out of. Yeah. It's like, and he goes, well, I smoked the whole thing. And he's like, he's <laughs> like, I, uh, it just, it was a really bad day for me. It was just a really bad day. And I'm like, my, where did my dad all this, like my dad was in Vietnam. Like how the, he goes, he goes, he goes, this is just not the kind of stuff I grew up with. This is, I'm like, yeah, dad, that's what I keep trying to tell you. And you keep like, I can handle it. And then you like totally ruin it for yourself. Maybe, maybe stop mainlining so much weed that you're shaggy <laughs> from Scooby-Doo. i've i've taken i've edibles for me where i've taken edibles where i've been at the beach where i where you don't think they're really working so you take another gummy worm and then you have another fish and then you're sitting there on the beach and all you can think of is i'm too high i'm just too i'm so high that's just repeating over and over in your head just like release me release me for this yeah that's why i don't do edibles anymore i might have like a a, like a puff on someone's vape pen but even that i'm just oh even with the edibles like if somebody gives me one i will take maybe one tenth of the edible (laughs) like 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 like, honestly if it's a gummy i'll just break apart one little tiny piece and i'll and i'll hide it from them like I'll act like I take the whole thing and then I've palmed it in my hand because I don't, because obviously I still love peer pressure and yes. uh, I'll just hide it from people and then go, wow, this, this is a good edible, you know? <laughs> oh, this, this is good shit. Yeah. Um, uh, moving on from drugs, although we could talk uh, about drugs uh, sorry, forever. Guys, you guys are like, I hate this guy. Oh, no, not at all. They love you. Yeah. Our listeners love you. When I, when I said I was doing something, they're like, yay, Ryan, on our Instagram. <laughs> they said like that. That's, that's all. Of, they're like, yay. They're all, they're all three-year-olds. Yay. Yay. Um, so let's let's just dig in. You know all things Bravo. Let's dig in to Below Deck. And new stew on the block. This is episode 12. We are yeah. about, we're almost through this season. What See, you- I feel like we're halfway. Like, I feel like there's another 12 episodes. Like, oh. always below, this Below Deck season seems like it's never going to end. It's been, this has been, I, I've got, so I, how do I say this? I started with OG Below Deck and uh, I watched it forever because it was my favorite Bravo show. I loved, yeah. I loved all the situations. I love the way the ship works. I love Captain Lee. Um, I then moved into Below Deck Med and then I, then I discovered a level of hate for Captain Sandy that I oh did my, not the think same way, like me. Mind your own business, Captain Sandy. Let oh. people, like you're always hovering. Worst leader ever. Can I give you some constructive criticism? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've worked on a lot of ships and I, I see a lot in you. I really do. Oh. Like, uh. She's, no, she's a special level of terrible. Um, we, uh, but I, I went all the way through. I will say, and so I kind of convinced uh, Maddie to do below deck because I said, Oh, it'll be great. I love talking about this show. <laughs> we get to, we, he, we did the last season of below deck met with captain Sandy, the first without Hannah. And I'm like, it's different. It's, it's not, it's not as good. <laughs> I promise. And, and then, and then this was our first below deck season we did. I'm like, it's usually better. It's usually better than this. And we start off strong and it's maybe it's just because there aren't that many cuckoo charters and the deck crew uh, is kind of bland. 
and 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 there's and Heather. Heather, I, I, Heather annoys the crap annoys, out of me. She annoys like, most annoy, people, yeah. But like, we had a, almost a threesome last week, and I'm still bored. Like, I, I'm like, how did I get bored yeah. almost watching a threesome? You know? Yeah, and and I think the thing about the show too is you have the whole show has now become about uh, Heather saying the n word, and I'm not saying it. She, she that we should should not be a huge plot point, but it's kind of like. Having to go through it and talk about it and talk about why the things were. Yes, we can say that Heather should not have said the N word to Raina. Uh, seems obvious. It seems, seems fairly obvious. obvious. Yeah. No one should say that word. And yeah. yes, Eddie, and, and I still, I'm still unclear about what Eddie thought and when he, when, when, yeah, yeah. when did Eddie know and Wait, when did he know it? Yeah, because by the way, Eddie, on this episode, Eddie was like, no, 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 I didn't, I said you should oh, feel, boy. you should feel the way that you feel. No, 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 no. I want to be clear. No, no, I no. said you should feel. I love black people. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> that's first exactly first, what Eddie said. You know, the reason I'm in, uh, the reason I'm in, yachting, uh, black people. Obviously, <laughs> I love them. I, I love like he was like stumbling all over. It was so funny. But the my fact favorite that, show was Good Times. It, yeah, it was, <laughs> I love JJ Walker. We all know it. We all love it. Um, but it's like been five episodes now. Like I thought he, that was I done, know. and it came back. But he, also, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying with Raina. Raina's like, I mean. Raina is rolling her eyes a lot, she even is. away from this situation. And I didn't personally understand. Maybe I'm not getting the nuance, but I don't get like Captain Lee genuinely liked how she did the anchor and then complimented her. And Raina was like, I can't be played with well, like this. And we, I don't know if I necessarily fully understood. We what didn't happened. understand that before. I didn't understand it last week either. And I, okay. and we had, we did have a listener contact us saying it's just another step of, why she feels very isolated as a black woman on this boat. Um, and I, I can kind of understand it. I think she's also very young. Her, yeah. her maturity level is, so I think being in a high stress job like that, having to deal with that from Heather makes her kind of go back and forth. And what I've told people about, it's it's tough because the whole Reddit community and the whole Below Deck community is like pro Reina, anti Reina. And I think, I think Raina can be experiencing uh, a lot of uh, microaggressions and racism on this boat. She can also still be a sucky deck hand. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it's the worst deck crew. I mean, oh, how many, aren't they terrible? Had, I mean, we've had uh, things fall off chairs. We've had people just die on the ocean. Like we, I mean, like pe- things are falling off every which way and both things can be true at the same time. Exactly. I, d- yep. I just thought with the Captain Lee thing, I thought he genuinely was wanting to give her a compliment, but I understand also that it might feel like then once again, you're being yeah, it, like uh, pushed it, out. It so, felt like a bait and switch, I think to her. And with, cause Captain Lee, I don't think really they were trying to, and what we talked about this on the show, that is a common thing that happens on Below Deck and a lot of procedural reality shows where someone fucks up and screws up. Then the next moment they're given a chance to learn and do something and they are rewarded and they're built up for it. And I think that would have worked had Raina not experienced what she had been dealing with in the last couple of episodes. But yeah. I, I think I think we're also seeing we're gonna I think I'm sure it's gonna blow up more in the next episode, but where Eddie is just I I don't I don't know if Eddie's made out to be a real first officer. I, I just 
especially with this deck crew. I always, I just, I always then like, cause I love the premise. And by the way, all the ladies that are listening know that this is the kind of the feeder show for husbands and boyfriends. Totally. Like below deck is that show that everybody usually it'll hook you at least because it's a big boat. Summer yep. house is a little like that too with, uh, with dudes where they'd be like, I love to get shit canned. I'll, I'll watch that show, <laughs> you know? It but, is the dude. It is the dude vacuum yes. in Bravo. So it, it's it's that baby. It's that uh, feeder system they have going. But half the time now, I'm watching the season. I'm actually writing fan fiction where, like, I picture like pirates taking over, and then Captain <laughs> Lee's like, "They're not gonna take my boat." Shit on Shinola, you know, like <laughs> like I just like random things that Captain Lee says because nothing. Like I hate Heather with the passion. Ugh. Rachel obviously is an amazing chef. She's but amazing. She doesn't, she doesn't have good people to work off of. And we didn't, we don't get to eat my cooter this year. Well, she doesn't have a stew to, she doesn't have a stew to be her foil or, or a chief stew to be her foil, like Francesca or uh, someone like that. And the problem with Heather is she may be good at her job sometimes, but she doesn't have, she doesn't have a way to let the audience in. There's no way we can find a certain, we don't, no one really likes her. No, um, I, I can't get a beat on her personality except that I feel like she's extremely fake. That's, that's the problem. Cause you never thought Kate Chastain could be extremely fake with the charter guests, but as but soon, then, yeah. but as soon as you, you knew exactly what she thought, uh, behind, yeah. yeah. So it, it's a and like, like there's, I guess you could say like, and Frazier is upset that there's a new deckhand and like Frazier wants to be perfect. And I thought nothing just has ever really just taken off for this season yet. Like no, nothing has taken off there, at all. There's been no, there's been no character that shines. We, we, we haven't even had characters like we haven't even had a Riley this season <laughs> or even, or, or God forbid like a Zhao or, or a, like a, or like a, like a, uh, like a, just like a, like a meat headed South African. There's no, I or, think, I, or I think, even like the, 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 the actual guests of the boat. We've had no. some nasty people. We've had a lady wired shut that she needed everything ch- like <laughs> disgusting. They were like putting like Matt, like chomping up chicken and steak into uh, a broth for her to drink. Well, don't but, forget oysters. That, oyster, that yeah, dude, that was, no. if I ever have like a moisture, a moisture, uh, oyster shake, I would die. But don't <laughs> you like the other thing, the premise is kind of like really thin is that, I think it's so funny that we're supposed to believe at all times on this ship that they are like one beverage service away from the Titanic. Like it's like (laughs) everything is about to fall apart at all times for these guests. Like the upstairs downstairs element of it. It's always like, damn it. They need their drinks and they need them now. And like, there's always, it feels like it's, it's always about to explode. You know what, though, that you are so right about that, and that and that actually started happening on Below Deck Med first. It it's almost like because there wasn't enough um, there wasn't enough drama sometimes, and there was this kind of upstairs downstairs. If if, if a guest has to ask three times for a martini, yes, yes. someone walks the plank. Um, it is kind of, it is that, and then that trickled over. I've seen it the last two seasons on below deck, especially with Francesca who I didn't like at all, but I think who got a raw deal. Um, and she was trying to do her best, but I knew she wasn't going to stay around because I really liked her. 
Um, but I think they have, I think they have high hopes for Heather and I don't, I think now they really, I think think she's on another season already. And I'm like, that's wild. Like, I I just don't even understand what would possess them because yeah, there is no personality there. And I will say, and I'm not making fun of her looks, but every time I stare at her face, I don't know what's happening. Like there's something about this, but not, not, I'm not saying the lips. I'm not saying like, it just feels like she has like three different faces on her face. Like you know I know what it is. It's, it's the mushrooms. It has to be me and the mushrooms. <laughs> well, I'm people have said it's a, it's like an, uh, slight over, not an overbite, but something with like an upturned lip, but it's, there is a certain, it's, it may, she tries out lots of makeup looks in the confessionals. And that that somehow don't really jive with what she's wearing on a day to day basis. I think. Like I, I know she's pretty or considered pretty. I just don't know how it all comes together. I don't know. It's like I don't know. I haven't liked girls for so long. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You tell me you don't like girls? Come on, <laughs> I man! Know. I have a confession to make. Bro. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and we will come right back to doing a little bit more blue deck. We'll be right back, you guys. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I gotta tell you. I'm really, really, I find the N-word offensive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not anybody else, but, uh. <laughs> and he's like, I can't, I can't say that word, Captain. What word is it? You know what word. I hate that word. <laughs> yeah, like. The word. <laughs> it, it does, it does feel like we're trying to have a, it's an after school special moment. Yeah. Um, like, there should have been music underneath you know, this of like. Yeah, yeah, Eddie, Eddie, when I started when yachting. People said that. We, <laughs> yeah. I remember when we started yachting. It was a horrible business, and we've come so far. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and then Captain Lee's big way to solve it was like, well, you're going to have to find out what happened. <laughs> and, like, you, know, you get you get to the bottom. Like, get to the bottom of that word? Like, what are we getting to the bottom of? Like, like I, I expect you to solve racism this today. Uh, and it's like Eddie is completely incapable of this. And also it's it's and it's not that I think with a situation like this, it's also weird that Eddie keeps telling Raina to handle it yourself because obviously that's not worked. And it's not Heather does not that Heather will say, I've already apologized. What else do you want me to do? So it's it is something as as Eddie, as as kind of first officer of that boat, who I think in he does outrank Heather in this way. So uh, he needs to say, "Let's all sit down. I'm going to be there, and we can talk about this." Because I don't, but I don't think that will do it for Raina either. Because Heather, Heather, I don't think 
either Eddie or Heather have a capacity to understand where uh, Raina's coming from in that in that yeah, way. Yeah, unfortunately, don't I don't. But also, I mean, it's like Heather, like Heather kind of now seems to have the attitude of like, I apologized already. Exactly. So and I and it's interesting. I'd like to I wonder about this is where this is more inside baseball about Bravo. But like you said before, I think they're already filming with her. Oh, so I, I believe I mean, from what I hear that they are like on another Captain Lee season. So I um, I think like, you know, it is funny, you know, you can always. And in fact, I had this account on this week called Bravoholic Data that like breaks down all the like how many Instagram followers each like person yeah, yeah, gets yeah. after the, you know, and Raina gets the least Instagram followers per episode, which is right. wild, you know, and then Heather gets. And it is funny because then she also breaks down the amount of screen time that each character has. And you can really see which stories Bravo are pushing, which people Bravo, like even if you don't like Noella on OC, OC is investing in Noella. Right. You know, like you can really see they are putting their efforts behind this person. Uh, even if you don't like them, Bravo says we have a future here, you know? It's it's interesting. And it, they're trying to figure out who catches on. And, and I think a lot of people, we all think that people think like we do on the, the left coast elites. Um, yeah. And <laughs> When you, when you, if you like, if you go home like me to South Carolina and people are like, yeah, I love that show. What do you, what do you watch again? Uh, 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 and I said, well, we do nine day fiance. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. I like big bang theory. Do you like big bang theory? <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I think, don't think Wait, we're going to be friends. That would be amazing. If you guys start recapping big bang theory. Oh God. I can't even imagine. I just, it would just be us telling why the jokes don't, aren't funny to no. us. But this is uh, my stoner dad, like loves Big Bang Theory. In fact, is, I think like I feel like they put something in it that like over a certain age, like hypnotizes them. Because my I dad know. will watch every episode yes. of Big Bang Theory. Um, my uh, my brother and his friends used to like sit around watching Big Bang Theory, and I'm thinking, I and I've I've watched parts of it, and I I think some of it's funny, but then then I'm just like, but it's, is it? It, well, then I don't know if people like, like if younger people, like, are they watching ironically? But my dad, my dad will, my dad will like see one. It'll be like, this is a good one. And I'm like, yeah. what? Like, like he's that into it. And I don't know. And it's different for a show for me, like Seinfeld that I could watch over and over oh, and over again. I, I actually, it's on Netflix and I started watching it last month again, just like have it on when I fell asleep. Yeah. I, 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 it's, it, someone should do that as a PhD dissertation. Why do some people like Big Bang Theory and others <laughs> wait, wait, wait. don't? <laughs> What's the deal with Big Bang What's Theory the and exactly. Seinfeld? Yeah. Uh, that's, that is the, and then colon, strategical analysis of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that's every, that's every paper you've written in your, in your master's <laughs> quote colon explanation oh colon um, scare you, me you know you've all done it um so let's get in so basically Heather Heather Eddie is telling uh uh Heather that she needs to or sorry Eddie is telling Raina that she needs to solve this with uh Heather and it's kind of like Okay, but we we talked about this before the break. How is that going to go down? It's like there. I I see this as just heading towards Raina having another meltdown, or Heather and Raina having another head to head, um, or maybe maybe it'll just kind of fizzle. I I just I don't know if there's any way for this to be resolved. 
No, I don't think there, and, and if it seems like from following their social medias, it really hasn't gotten resolved. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, we got an apology from Heather on Instagram, you know, yeah. the, the day after the, that first on the one, notes app. <laughs> the notes app, notes app apology is always gold. They're so but, in, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the season is fizzling, but I like your point to go like, yo, on top of this, they're not a great deck crew. Like this is a no. poor deck crew. Like Eddie really does seem like he's really like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah. I do not know. Like I've never, like Eddie almost seems frazzled that he, things he, are going badly. You know, he does. And this was a really terrible time for him to become a first officer with, with a group. I think Jake knows what he's doing, but he's such a loose cannon that he's going to choose fun over anything else. And he's not going to be a kind of an ethical leader. Uh, yeah. well, I love that Jake is engaged and Jake is like, like oh. some people are just blessed where they get away with anything. Like That's he's almost him. like you said, he's almost like puck or like a, like a spirit or a fairy. Like I'm like, he just loves to, he loves people. He needs them. He loves a touch. <laughs> like, it's not I'm like, loved. whoa, he, yeah. It's like, yo, he has a fiance that probably doesn't know he's cheating. And it's like, <laughs> Jake, you love him, oh. and, he, and he kisses guys and girls. That's amazing. Like they're almost patting him on the back for being bisexual. They're like, oh, "Good no. for you, good for you." What fools these mortals be? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like bottom. Like, <laughs> what shall I be? Oh, never mind. I was trying to remember Shakespeare. We're go Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the point in the podcast where Maddie would go. Never heard of it. Uh, and I would just say, move on. <laughs> Um, uh, so you guys, the new Stu is here and, uh, as far as her name is Kaylee, as far as I can tell, there's a little bit of personality, but most importantly, she's a living, breathing person with arms <laughs> Yeah, <it's laughs> and like she can do laundry. And so Fraser is happy. Uh, so that's all that's important. Yeah, and Fraser's just like, I'm still the baddest bitch on this boat. Like, you know, like he really was worried that she was going to take over his job or something. He is ex the thing about the, this is this is common, especially with uh, I I say young gay professionals, but I think all young professionals, but especially young gay ones. There's this idea that you, that you're so motivated to do so well because you were shoved in a locker so many times. <laughs> and, and he, he mentions that like, uh, but it, it does feel he's got a crushing insecurity and obviously no, nothing is more apt than to figure out that you need control in your life that you need to do you have to be on a yacht that has a small area and you have to handle all of the interiors and everything must be so clean and we must scrub everything. This, this is how you, this is how you fold a bed. This, yes. this is how you fold. And so no wonder he chose something like that, but uh, his, his insecurities, I think he's funny. Uh, I think on any other season, Fraser would be the least interesting person. <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. I mean, Oh, God. And, you know, I hate to say it, but like a lot of Frazier's job and even like a deck crew like bores the hell out of me. And I'm so yeah. thankful. Like, you know, when Captain Lee said they couldn't wear AirPods while they worked anymore last week, I got frustrated because I was like in my head when I imagine myself doing all of these duties, I'm wearing an AirPod and that's what yeah. gets me through it. You know, like I'm listening to podcasts. I think I just going to say my favorite moment in this this show, in this episode was when they they were asking Kaylee where she's from and she's like yeah from you know Silver City 
and they all go, oh my God, Rat Race, the movie. And, and, and they're like, and, and then, oh my God, we have you seen it? And she's like, nope, never seen it. <laughs> not, like, that's why movie, that's why art is so amazing because every time you're like, there's no way that anybody will ever be a fan of that thing. There's like a group of people that love that thing. So just a little bit about the guests. If you remember from the previous episode, uh, we have some lovely pet names for them. Um, there's, of course, Limited Dairy, uh, who, is, <laughs> who is married to Lactose Intolerant, who, who is not happy the whole first dinner. Miserable. And forget Shellfish Allergy, who's been having a blast, even though she was served something. Shellfish Allergy has been a joy. Yes. Um, but Lactose Intolerant, y'all, has water in her ear, which... If you've ever had gotten water in your ear, you can't get it out. It does hurt your ear. So uh, she's 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 been down there, and and it it's the kind of thing where y'all uh, limited dairy uh, lactose intolerance uh, uh, husband. He knows that he needs to be down where she is because it, he can't enjoy his whole meal. <laughs> she's not gonna be happy with him. <laughs> by any means. So he like says, can you get her some food? So they're making food for lactose intolerant. And so the, the, the next day she's still in bed. Uh, that's the Melissa, right? Lactose. Yes. That's oh, Melissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, we called them that because they, no, that's way they, better name. I wish Melissa <laughs> would change her name to lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerant. It just, yeah. it's so much better. They, they were referring to him as, so limited dairy has a problem and I was dying. Um, so the next thing they the the guests this these shark casts are wonderful you guys yes they had that big explosion with Melissa but we got over it uh, and the next the their uh, the tip meeting is great obviously it's twenty five thousand that's actually no, that's kind of okay I guess they it's were okay, hoping for the yeah. um, the and one thing I was thinking about the, there was a big thing with bidets this episode where it soaked Fraser in the face. <laughs> Yeah, that's, all, that's what that's what we call prop comedy in the business. It is. It's prop yeah. comedy. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and I think there was just one more. Uh, uh, there we had at their lat the 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 they're gonna go out out and have fun. Then Raina brings up. She's like, "Yeah, I've been thinking about going to cooking school. Maybe we can talk about that." And I said, "That is the perfect career for you because it's something you're passionate about. You can do it kind of solitarily so that no one has to be your job." No one has to be above you as a boss. That's why I do what I do. I wasn't a good employee. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Were you were you a shitty employee? Could you yeah, unfortunately, didn't you hate like, your bosses? Well, yeah. I mean, like, unfortunately, like I, I'm very happy that I don't have to be a shitty employee anymore. Like I do, like I I when I think back, I'm like, man, I really skated a lot of the times, you know? Like I really just got by. Like there wasn't no above and beyond for me. I just got by, you know? Totally. I, I, it was a good day if I didn't scream at my boss. Um, oh, I worked with actors and like, by the end, like oh if, if, if you had, if you had seen me in my job, you would have th thought I was the most unfriendly person. I mean, like, but also I dealt with actors for like 12 years. It's just insane energy to deal with on a daily basis. No, they're, they're um, children. Yes. They're, they're, they're children. And you, and I, and I love actors, but actors need to be managed. And well, they need to be managed like toddlers. Well, yeah. I mean, they get auditions. They haven't even printed out the script. They're like, I'm like, you, you're beautiful looking. You're getting these opportunities and you don't even bother to print out a script. Like that's wild no. to me. 
No, it's uh, the people who do that are 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 doing the Lord's work. I don't get it. Um, it. I could never do it again. So we do have a little bit of Fraser apologizing to Kaylee and saying, "I'm sorry because you 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 have um, you you were you were you were." You were making me uncomfortable, and now I was being insensitive, and now I'm happy. And we're really working hard to make everyone feel good after this season. Oh, but I, the, but I oh, to go back to that Raina moment when yes. she said she go to cooking school. I just thought it was funny that they all like it was like it felt like her ass was just being like, oh my god, Raina! I've never heard something as beautiful as that, Raina! You need to do. Eddie was like, my god, Raina! That's the most perfect thing you've ever said, Raina! Raina you quickly get you off this boat. Uh, Wolfgang Puck and suck my dick. That's amazing. You know, like they're like anything where we don't have to talk about race. <laughs> I mean, it was, I never saw it was like yes ending in an improv game. It was the point where you're like, we get it, you agree, you agree, you know. And everyone's like, yes, cheers to Raina being yeah. off the yeah. ship and getting up, getting out of her hair. Yes. Yeah. Like, by the way, next um, episode, Captain Lee be like, I called in some favors. You're going to be the head chef on the, uh, another yacht tomorrow. <laughs> Pack your bags. Like, d- doesn't matter that you don't have a culinary school degree. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be. It's going to be on the uh, the my Shauna. Oh my god! Uh, what if Andy Cohen presents her with like a a culinary school gift certificate at the end at like the reunion? I I could totally see that. Uh, she I I actually think Bravo's trying their best to get away from her because she on social media. I don't know if you've oh, seen. Oh, she it. she goes yeah she goes off. Yeah. She's and she's not just going for her castmates. She's going for all. And you can you can kind of be you can kind of be redeemed if you just go for your castmates. But once you start going for uh, Andy Cohen, the network, Captain Lee, production, they have memories of elephants. They will never forget. Oh, that. man. Like, even oh, Bravo man. PR has memories oh. of elephants. Like, it's, it's uh, you know, that, but also Jen Shaw, I feel like Jen Shaw really wants to go there to throw Bravo production under the bus, but she realizes she fully can't do that yet. But that will be yeah. one of her last things. That will be one of her, when it's all falling apart, she will lash out at production. I'm, I'm, I will bet my life on it. No, you're totally right, because that's the last thing you can say. Yep. Even though they've probably been the kindest and most patient with her. They've given her free advertising every yeah. week to say she's innocent. <laughs> I still, the one thing about production and producers that I still will never uh, forgive is showing that footage constantly of her children who are innocent uh, oh, march out, out of that house. I still that, will never sh- the shame on everybody like that was they keep so showing beyond, it oh it was it was so beyond the pale and it really it really brings you back down to earth and thinking yeah. about the jen shaw stuff because jen shaw is so ridiculous and those boys are not and they didn't have no, to they have like, nothing do to do that, with you know? it they have yeah. absolutely nothing to do with they are they are blameless they didn't ask for this and the the image of having to, sh- to shown like black boys being like forced with their hands up going out of a house truly it's like very sobering that's why like bravo 
it's it's a very weird couple of years, not only in America, but on Bravo, because, you know, you'll be having these really ridiculous situations or stuff and we really enjoy it as an audience. And then something sobering like that will happen or you realize, oh, my God, Erica Jane might have sold from orphans and widows. And it's it doesn't hit the same <laughs> as it doesn't hit the same as like a ridiculous scene about like, you know, somebody has like a, a bad stomach. Well, what 90 day this week had a whole storyline about oh. pooping, you know. Me poop now. Yeah, yeah. My tummy hurt. You know, I'm like, what's going on? Oh, God. Good job. Good job, Memphis. <laughs> we, we, I, I had a big thing with uh, Kyle from Kyle and Cray Cray, and, and I was like, public po- pooping in a public restaurant. Uh, I'm like, first of all, the times I, the times I, pup, I pooped in a public restaurant, maybe I could count on two hands. Uh, I'm, I feel very, very, very pleased with myself that I'm regular enough to go in the morning. And if it, if I'm sick, that's a different thing. You guys thing. don't see it, but his hands each have like a thousand fingers on them. So that's what it means. <laughs> you guys can't see that at home. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it divided our whole Facebook group too. They're like poop in public. Yes. And everyone's like, never. <laughs> you know, it's those fascinating thing. Like I will say that with like podcasting with the audience too, is that I have a debate going on if like people should uh, wash their legs in the shower. And for mm-hmm. me, that's a no brainer. Wash your legs. But my friend Medita is like adamant of like, you don't need to wash your legs. It'll just all the wetness from the body will Dry your skin drip, out. drip. No, but it will drip down to your legs. That's interesting because for me, if I wash my legs like more like the, like a, on a daily basis, my skin gets so dry. Damn it. Um, so you're you're siding with Medita. I but, thought this was a no-brainer that we should be I, washing our legs. But I do wash my legs about every other day, maybe every okay. three days yeah. in the I shower. Didn't, I didn't realize like I thought that I thought I was being punked. Like I thought like I, I'm usually like not the most hygienic person and I even wash my legs. You spend you know? a good 45 minutes giving yourself a good soap down. You can't be too thorough. Wait, 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 wait. No, next thing you're going to tell me I shouldn't put the bar of soap in my ass. Is that what? Like, <laughs> is that like. You shouldn't like have that thing. You're like, you're like, got, you're like choked in a noose. Yeah, whole, yeah. whole. Oh, yeah, it's called like, autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, anyway, but the last little bit, of course, you guys, Jay, Jake has to, she, he's, in, he's wearing, I believe it's Heather's thong. And of course yeah. is showing his ass and jumps in the water. Free spirit, free spirit. Fra- he's, he's at what fools these mortals be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to. And everybody likes it. Ding! <laughs> yeah. And I love that everybody's kind of so boring where they just like, he's amazing. Woo. It's like Harry that Styles. Jake, he's incorrigible. It yeah. is. Ha- that's the same. It is, it is like, he's their Harry Styles. Yes. He's like, they consider him the eccentric like playboy on the the ship. And that's what I just find it so funny is that usually people like that'll be like, Oh, weirdo stay away from me. But everybody's like raising him up high. Like he can do no wrong. It's all, I think part of it is because he's English. Uh, it, an yeah, American guy, American guy would, and it part. So it is, it is that, that, that mustache makes him look like, he is some type uh it is like Lord of the Rings style person. Yeah, there's it like is, a there's like a Johnny Depp type character in there somewhere that yeah. Johnny Depp plays on like some shitty movie, you know? You know, Jake, he's just he's just made of gossamer. Yeah. <laughs> he's, Jake, he's, you you shine so bright, Jake. He he's he sleeps on a rainbow somewhere above us. Where's uh, Jake? Look for the twinkle lights. <laughs> 
So basically, y'all, the boy there, the, he's kissing boys, he's kissing girls. It's fine. I don't know what's going to happen, but Annie Cohen's had a really good time with. Uh, I don't think he's been on Watch What Happens Live. No, yet. but I, um, I, I mean, I love when Andy gets all horned up with the oh, guest. I, I can. Lucas just, Gage this week, he got all horned up at looking. Oh, like he he's like, oh. he. Anybody? If can you imagine if that was for women? Can you imagine what would happen? I yeah. we get we get away. I say all the time about our live shows, and I know I could not get away with this for if these were if I was if I was a straight man. But I say all the time, ladies, bring your husbands to the live shows. They're going to be all in Poodle's playpen. And, and <laughs> yeah, I know, I mean, and, <laughs> and I'm, the thing is, I know as a gay man, it's, it's, it's still kind of gross. I'm aware. But uh, it's, if I was a straight man saying that about women, no, they'd come for me with torches. And no, they should. I mean, I, I, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I think, and it's obvious, like, thankfully I'm saying enough to even like, I know, like, I couldn't say, like, I want to sleep with all my female listeners, you know? Yes. Like, it would just be completely, <laughs> also just, like, not right for, in any sense of the word. Even like, even Howard Stern would be like, dude, we got to talk. Exactly. <laughs> well, but I just now have this, like, thought of, like, uh, Captain Lee, like, God damn it, Jake, I love you. <laughs> you're, you're so goddamn special, Jake, you know? Jake, <laughs> I love it when the dew is on your eyes, <laughs> and I can see you first thing in the morning. Jake, you're doing horrible on deck, but God, I love to watch you work. <laughs> the way you got that little spring in your step. Fly, fly me off to Neverland, Jakey. Fly me Jake. off to Neverland. Jake, do the curtain, curtains match the drapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, this has been, that. that is it for our first installment of Bravo Blowjob or Blowout <laughs> or Blow, Blowout, Blowjob, Blow, blow Snow Blow. Too, too, too. Who cares? Toot, toot. Uh, uh, <laughs> Good thing it's on the video. Um, <laughs> we will be back in our next installment to do Summer House, the new season of Summer House, episode season six, wherein basically it becomes the third act of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah, that's great. Um, and uh, and we're also be talking a little bit about uh, salt, as I call the as Maddie once said. Like we're, we're going to talk about salt wives, and uh, and I went. You mean Real House of Salt Lake City? He's like, yeah. And I said, what if Salt Wives was a limited series starring Frances McDormand in a group as a group as sorry as the lead widow in a fisherman's widows in a town. Everything is bleak. It's Frances McDormand. Wait, wait. Connie I'm Burton. pretty sure she's already done this. That I, sounds I, like if a she Frances hasn't, McDormand. If she vehicle. hasn't, I need to write this script and. And she and there's also like June Squibb is there, of course. Um, <laughs> and every time a fisherman, every in every episode, a fisherman dies, and they all have to lean on each other. And the opening credits are just salt water through hands. <laughs> salt Dude, vibes. You know what? I swear to God, that's like an HBO limited series. That I, we know, have ever. I know. I like, know. Why that is this is, made? Like, HBO should be begging to work this into something because that's. <laughs> I can already see it. Like just the amount of grimacing Francis oh, McDormand would oh. get to do. That's her favorite thing. And, and like blue, like harsh blue light, uh, seagulls, uh, the town reeking of brine. I can already yeah. see it. Um, do you ever have those uh, actors that you wish you hope you never bump into? Like Francis McDormand is one of those for me because she just, 
Like I know she would just look right through me. Oh you know, yeah, like she, she would. would just she totally would destroy you. Oh yeah, like she wouldn't, <laughs> and I would like I would be her waiter or something, and I wouldn't. Uh, something would have been done wrong, <laughs> and she'd be like, "What are you doing?" And like just I, like it's it's not even that she would be mean. She would just kind of stare through you and say, "What are you doing with your life?" Yeah, what are yeah, you yeah. even here for? And I would just burst into tears. All the tears yeah. would just flow. You know, I'm a huge fan of hers, oh, but I know too. I did not want to meet her. <laughs> Like, I mean, that was like, I met, I met, I worked with Holly Hunter once and I love Holly Hunter. Love, like broadcast yes, Dr. Lecter. one of my favorite. Meet, yeah, you meet, yeah. You meet, that's, sorry, that's my, that's sorry, Foster, that's, that's yeah. my, but it's the same impression for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. as Holly Hunter's like, uh, we're going to find a killer and we're going to do it. So maybe you're the, uh, you're the one. Yes, Dr. <laughs> Lecter. This is my, so my Holly Hunter and it's also my, my Jodie Foster. <laughs> she, yeah. I was working with her on this movie and, and I realized I was like straight out of college and I really like, you know, I'm like not, I'm not a method actor. I'm not like I, and all of a sudden I was on this movie and like Holly Hunter, like in between scenes was like going there. Like she, I was like, Oh my God, is she all right? Like, she's like, she's like in it. Like that, like the other person that was like, that was Jeff Goldblum. That was just like in between scenes. He would just like make faces at himself in the <laughs> mirror. And he would like act like he would be like, ah, like by himself. In between, like, and we were all supposed to act like it wasn't happening. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And at one point, I'd like to tell them, like an acting teacher once told me, acting is lying, y'all. <laughs> acting is lying. So, sometimes you can be different people without having to go there. Um, <laughs> I'm so lazy that I was just like, why isn't Jeff just like eating snacks? Like, why isn't he in his trail? Like, he's, he's reading the Spoon River anthology and doing faces <laughs> in a mirror, you know? Oh God! On that note, y'all, we're gonna go on. Uh, we're gonna end this, but we'll see you on the next episode. We're talking about Summer House and some Salt Lake City, and we're talking a little about culture stuff at the end, y'all. Uh, I'll mention this at the end, y'all. Come see us live in New York City. That is gonna be on the twenty eighth and 29th. Uh, we're also presenting at the Crappies. Watch what Crappens Awards um, on the twenty seventh. And uh, the good thing is, I know, I know, Omicron is still out there, you guys. There, we have seen. There's a little bit of good news. This, the cases are going down in New York. We're not by any means out of it, but um, we're we're really excited to see that. So we're hope we're we're being as safe as we can. It's a vaccinated show and it's a masked show. So we'd love to see you Friday. There are still tickets available. Saturday is pretty sold out, but there's still a couple there for you. Um, you can go to our on Instagram. You can find our link tree, and that's for link for tickets. Um, y'all check out fucking so good, so bad. It's so bad. good. So <laughs> yeah. bad. So I bad. thought you were about to say I was about to do a live show in New York, and I was like, no way, that's no. amazing. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. I've no. been doing too much mushrooms. <laughs> um, so bad, it's good with Ryan Bailey from wherever podcasts are 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 found. Yeah, iHeartRadio, baby, let's do it. There you go. All right, B, we'll see you guys next time. Okay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 